Welcome to Comedians with Ghost Stories. I am your host, writer and comedian Emily Winter, and I hope you've had a great Halloween weekend. Happy Halloween to all of you, and I hope you enjoy this extra bonus episode right in time for Halloween night. Today on the podcast, I'm super excited to have comedian Eric Bergstrom. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. Oh, before we get into your ghost story, I just like looking at you made me remember of a story that was that is not a ghost story that you told me once very long time ago about yeah. like a, a scary clown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can we I was, start with uh, that one and then go to the ghost the story? story? The scary clown thing, because like both happened when I was like four or five. Uh, my grandparents lived in Nashwalk, Minnesota, northern Minnesota. And they really celebrate 4th of July big time where like uh, 4th of July, there'd be giant fireworks, but they'd also have like a huge parade. Uh, and there was, oh God, no, I might've been like, yeah, it was four or five, three, four or five. I want to say four or five. Um, my grandma dressed me up as a tiny sailor and walked me through the parade. And that was great. But then with, uh, at the end of the parade, there they have the, this little uh, carnival thing where there are like games and like uh, people are selling uh, various wares and whatever. But one of the games was there was uh, this egg toss that like adults were playing and there is this clown that was like leading it and he had like a old brown baggy coat and just like normal clothes, but then full clown makeup. Uh, and he was doing the egg toss stuff. And then I guess, I just heard him yell, hey, Bergstrom, here's your boy. And then he smashed an egg over my head in my little thing. And I, I, uh, it was horrifying. And then uh, my dad said, Eric, let's get out of here. That was my old health teacher uh, who always had a pack of smokes in his front pocket while telling us not to smoke. That was weird. I don't remember exactly the story, but yeah, you got your, you got your, uh, an egg smashed on your head in a sailor outfit by a scary clown. By a scary clown. And then the next year, the movie It came out and I was obsessed with that and hid behind a stairwell uh, one night because it was a two parts thing. One night I hid behind a uh, like the wall. There was the there was a wall Then on one side was the uh, living room with the TV and then the other side were stairs. I just would peek around and watch the first night of it. And another one I hid behind a, a couch and watched it. Ah, that's a great movie. So you were not freaked out about clowns after that? You were like, no, I was weirdly, I was horrifically fascinated with them after that. I, uh, I, I think that you are one of the most haunted humans I have ever encountered. Working on it. You are a very spooky person and you have a very like crazy I don't get it. And I think it's better that I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) You're just along for the ride more than creating it. I, I don't know. It happens. Um, a little bit of both, but yes. So what is your ghost story? It, it takes place also in Minnesota when you're also in Minnesota. I lived in Minneapolis at the time, uh, and my grandparents were up there. But in Minnesota, there was, uh, how do I start out? I'd say I have a, I, you probably can't see it, but I have a scar across my forehead, like a big gash here. And that's because, um, well, something happened. Uh, we were going, I was, uh, five years old and we had to go clothing shopping. I have two younger sisters. Uh, we had to go clothing shopping cause it was the beginning of the school year. So we went to Rosedale mall, which is in Roseville, Minnesota. Uh, we all hopped in the car and drove over there. My mom, my dad, and me, 
uh, and we went clothing shopping uh, for, I don't know, a couple of hours at like JCPenney's. Uh, and then so my mom was the one that was showing me around and like having me like put stuff on and my dad was helping my sisters. Uh, and we finished before them uh, and checked out. And we went outside to wait for them because they were gonna meet up with us uh, and go drive uh, and go leave the mall. Um, and we were outside and you know how like malls outside, it's just like, there's like sidewalk. We were outside the JCPenney and there was like, there was sidewalk and then like some boulders uh, and like some shrubs, you know, like outside malls, they're pretty lame suburban malls. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was standing there my mom was like, she was distracted like she had bags with her. And I, uh, there was like this big boulder that I was standing next to. And like, there was this little blonde girl that kind of looked like my sister Siri, this little blonde girl that was wearing like this lacy white dress that came up to me and she was like, wanna play? And I was like, okay. Uh, so we just started like walking around the rock um, and she wanted to play games that were, uh, that kind of made sense. I mean, she wanted to talk, like there, it was like there was a shopping game, but then she kept saying that I wasn't playing fair. And I like, didn't know what that, it was like, play fair, it was like, what are we shopping for? And I'd pick up rocks and like show her rocks and she'd be like, that's pretty. Uh, and it's like, yeah, it's a rock. Uh, Wait, so do you remember what the shopping game was? Uh, it was just picking things up and saying, do you want this? And she'd say, nope. And it's like, do you want this? And she'd be like, not quite. And it's like, do you want this? And she'd be like, that's pretty. Uh, and then like, so I put like a rock in my pocket for the one she said to take uh, was good. Um, and we kept going through that. Uh, and then my mom said something, but then this little girl, uh, oh, my mom said, hey, we gotta go back in and find them. And then this little girl like looked at me uh, and she was like very calm. And then she looked past me, like she was behind me. I was looking at her and then she was looking at something beyond me. So I like turned around and mm -hmm. then I just felt like a push. And like, I fell face forward into the boulder and hit my head where I have this scar and blood started spraying everywhere. And I turned back at her and then I just saw my mom and my mom looked horrified and brought me in uh, to the mall. And I was just like, why'd she, why'd she push me, mom? Why'd she push me? And my mom did, it was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, the little girl. And she was like, there was no little girl out there. Uh, so they brought me inside to the mall and they took me to a, um, yeah, I remember that where they brought me into a cost cutters because I was just gushing blood. And you don't have to you know, like lay your head back under the sink when you go into like a hair salon. Yeah. Like they were just like, they're running water over my forehead to like clean all the blood off of my face. Um, and at some point my dad and sisters showed up. I don't remember exactly, like they, they washed it away and then they must have dried it and put a bandage over it as well, I imagine. But I remember very vividly being under the water and them uh, doing that. And then that night, um, that night I, I was like just in a very dark doctor's office room where they're like putting stitches in my forehead. I'd have stitches from that. Oh my God, you pissed off a little girl ghost. I think so. I should have I should have picked better rocks for her during the shopping game. Oh, I have so many questions. One, do you still have the rock? No. 
I don't have the rock. I think I lost it that day because I remember looking for it. And my mom is the person who had my jacket. She might have found it and been like, this is garbage. Get rid of it. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that you still have this scar. And okay, so it feels like that she was pretty nice and then she got mean or mad or like what like it was such a turn. It was I don't know what, yeah, because she was looking at something and I don't know what it was, but she looked very, she was cheerful and sweet until she started looking at something and right before she pushed me, uh, if that's what you call it, if I wasn't just having a hallucination, I don't know. She was just like very blank faced when she was staring. Oh my God. So like maybe she saw something that scared her and she a just- A ghost ghost? A ghost ghost. Double ghost. So do do you believe in ghosts? Yes, right? After that, and maybe before that, I would wake up screaming in the middle of the night and I had like super vivid nightmares and stuff like that. I do, yeah, I do believe in ghosts um, for better or worse. I just, occasionally when it's like dark, it's weird. I've, maybe I've hit this age where I used to get super afraid of the dark. Now I find it, uh, dully calming, but it is, but once in a while, um, especially when I was, I was in this apartment, the whole pandemic and my roommate was gone for like nine months. So it was oh just, and I couldn't go anywhere and it was nighttime. It was like, there were times where just through like maybe air pressure doors would pop open and closed and stuff like that. So it was a little spooky. Plus like, my roommate, I don't know if you can see, but and there's like two Ouija boards on the wall and stuff like that in here. Yeah, there are two of them. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. So now ghosts are gonna get me because I touched them. But um, I don't think that's how it goes. But do I believe in ghosts? Yeah, I also, let's see. I believe in a lot of stuff though. So I think, I mean, I, I try to be pretty, I mean, we don't, we only know so much about anything. And I feel like with all uh, science and stuff, whenever we learn something new and huge, we unlearn some other things. So it's like, and that goes on exponentially forever because there's endless, uh, I mean, they're saying there's like parallel universes, but also it's like just this universe goes on forever. So maybe it's finite, but it goes on for conceivably ever. To your ghost story, when this all happened, was your mom, when you told her, like, she was like, I didn't see a girl, there was no girl. Did you, did you tell the rest of your family that, like, there was a girl? And did anyone believe you? I told my mom, uh, and she was like, it's okay, Peanut. It's okay. You hit your head. It's okay. Because my mom is very calming and set, calls me Peanut whenever something goes wrong. But she was like, she was flat out. There was no little girl. Uh, you're, just, you're just playing whatever. Uh, and then... My dad, uh, my, I told my dad and he was like, that's, we got to get this little girl. Where's this little girl? We got to like, there's a lawsuit here. I it's like, <laughs> my mom was like, there was no little girl. And then my dad got angry at me. He's like, why are you making me angry? It's like, she's like, and that was silly. And then my, I told my sisters, um, and my sister Siri kind of looked like her, but because she had like blonde hair, but this girl was like, like her, my sister's hair was very blonde and uh, kind of the same length, but she had like this lacy white dress that kind of looked like a really 
fancy uh, Easter dress. Uh, and my sisters believed me, but it weirded them out. Yeah. How long did it take One you? of my sisters made fun of me for letting a girl beat me up. <laughs> That's great. Even a ghost girl. Did you yeah, tell yeah. like your friends or anybody else? Or did you, how long did you keep the story? Just like- I told a few people. I told a few people just because, um, just because it's come up. I forget that I have a scar um, right here. I mean, it's, it's probably about an inch and a half long. It's just like a straight line. Um, I forget that I have a scar there until I like touch my forehead. And then sometimes I'll be talking to people and I'll be like, oh, I forgot I had a scar. Let's see. Because you've heard a lot of ghost stories. Yeah. Have any of them been blonde little girls in lacy dresses? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, it's hard because now I've been listening to a million ghost stories too this like whole week. But yeah, I mean, I just listened to one that is not on my own podcast, so I won't even say it. Um, but you have to pay for it, so it's so dumb, so whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's about um, a little girl who appeared, so it, it happens, yeah. And it's weird because like if I saw a little girl in a lacy white dress, it weirded me out way more. But at the time it was like, this is my peer. I'm going to hang out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's and like, I, if you, especially if you're in Minnesota, I mean, that looks like a communion dress or something like. Yeah. And I was a little kid who like very much, probably just from having two little sisters, like I was used to like playing with strangers all the time, just hanging out with other little kids. Yeah. So it wasn't that weird, but the dress, like when I think of it now, it did seem a little antiquated and it, for the situation of like getting ready for the school year, it was odd. Yeah. Yeah. Cause why would you wear a white dress? In the yeah. Of the school year? Although it could have been on a Sunday to be mm -hmm. fair, given just the logic of shopping. A church day. Yeah. yeah. So I have other questions. You have two Ouija boards in your apartment. They are your roommates. Do you ever use them? And have you ever played with a Ouija board? I, I've only used them once with my roommate uh, who's out of town again, but she, uh, I, the only time I used it, she kept asking, are there spirits here that want to see Eric? And it kept saying, no. And then it just, <laughs> did that like eight times and I was like now you're just fucking with me Shavisa but like <laughs> I just kept saying no but then she like then she started to like kind of like convulse and really was like you're hamming it up what are you doing but I as of Ouija boards I do think they work I don't think I've ever been in the correct mindset to get them to work I did try it alone and I couldn't get it to go anywhere mm -hmm. um Maybe but, the spirits are afraid of you. It seems like you've got to. I don't know. I did. There were a few things where I tried to, like, she has like an offerings dish because she's very um, witchy and uh -huh. stuff. And I put some things in there and I put some things. I've tried to befriend any spirits if there are here, but. You I'm are not... a spooky guy and you do a lot of spooky artwork too, which is very. Yeah, cool. I make a lot of artwork. Uh, you can see some of that at like ericburstrom.com. And I've been doing some like. I do like some cartoons for the New Yorker and I've been doing some animation pitches uh, with Comedy Central. We'll see if those pan out. Um, oh, that's awesome. Else? Uh, yeah, I guess for you, I should plug things. Yeah, plug things, plug okay. things. 
And then just on, let's see, every Friday, I have a show at a place called Cobra Club in Bushwick, Brooklyn, uh, which is live from outer space at 9 p.m. every Friday. It's uh, stand-up comedy, always a different lineup. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And then uh, on Instagram, I'm Eric Bergstrom Rad, E-R-I-K-B-E-R-G-S-T-R-O-M, and then the word rad, because the word rad is rad. Uh, and then on Twitter, uh, Eric underscore Bergstrom. So if they want to look me up. And then I do a lot of shows um, elsewhere, and those can be seen on my website, or Instagram is even better. Yeah. Awesome. And congrats on uh, having your weekly show survive the pandemic. I cannot say yeah. the same for myself. It's been going good. It's been, uh, last week was pl- packed out. So I'm excited. And this week's going to be the Halloween one. I'm going to dress up and host. It's going to be a blast. Are you dressing up? Um, I just went to a wedding where we were supposed to dress like we were going to the Met Ball. And so I wore all black and I, I got a black wig and I have these like amazing horns that make it look yeah. like I'm in a cult or something. Um, so I feel like I should bust those out at some point this weekend. Kind of, kind of like uh, Maleficent kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Like Maleficent. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Yeah. I don't know exactly what the costume is, but it's just a little bit dark. And uh, one person came up to me at the wedding and told me that I was going to hell. So. Oh, that's very nice. That's a good wedding. Oh, yeah. It was a comedian wedding, of course. Oh, that's weird. It was a comedian that told you you're going to hell? Uh, Yeah, it was. It was. What? Comedian I didn't know. Yeah, in Albuquerque. Well, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. Please check me out at Emily MC Winter on Instagram and Twitter and grab a copy of One Day Smarter, hilarious random information to uplift and inspire my new trivia book wherever you get your books. Have a great week.